Madison, I want you to do another intro for my podcast. What you want me to say? Say this. Welcome to season two of my mom podcast. Get your ish together. Believers, it's time for God's people to shine. It's your girl, host, entrepreneur, Delisa New Williams here. I need you to get ready because this is the season for the believer. For you to know that heavens are open and God hasn't closed any doors. Let's awaken and stir the word up for the believers. God's ready to gird up the believers. Make you conquerors and achievers. This ain't no game. This is season two of Get Your Ish Together podcast for who? The believers. Now let's go. Hey, hey, family. Hey, hey, it's your girl, your host, Delisa New Williams here in the building. Thank you so much for joining another dope episode of Get Your Itch Together podcast. And today it is officially the first week of March. And you know what that is, right? Ladies first, ladies first. Oh, hey, it's the month of March and it is Women's Month. So first and foremost, I just want to thank everybody before we even get into what the month of March is. I want to thank y'all for listening to the last two episodes when I had Mr. Williams on. I got a lot of great um, feedback, you know, saying that it helped transform some of your thoughts and you really appreciated his, his perspective and point of view. Um, I got another testimony where someone was saying that they were, first of all, they was cracking up the whole time. I tell y'all, if y'all ever see me and my husband on the stage, yes, you're going to laugh. You're going to, you're going to learn and laugh. All right. It's like, it's like the little Fisher Price toy, L- laugh and learn. Okay. That's what we do when we in the midst of people, because learning should be fun. I learn every single day and God teaches me all the time. Okay. And I crack up at some of his lessons. So that's what we want to come before you. We want to teach you, reach you and laugh. Okay. At the same time. So getting back to the subject at hand, yes, it is women's month. And I just want to let you know that if you are a woman listening to this episode, you are dope. Okay. You are amazing in every single way. So this is the month that we celebrate dope women everywhere. Let them know that you appreciate them, you know, support them and however you can. Um, if they got a book or business, just, Hey, reach out to them, you know, let them know, Hey girl, I'm here for you. Okay. And also to teach our community and our kids, you know, about the amazing things that women have done and their contributions to society. You'll be amazed like, oh my God, they invented that. Oh my goodness. So just check, you know, your your local listings. I'm pretty sure they have a play going on or something at the museum to celebrate the amazing contributions and accomplishments that women have been doing in the past, present, and to come in the future, boo. And I just want to say thank you for supporting this woman right here, okay? I'm the girl right here in my mystical voice, okay? I'm the girl right here. Thank you for supporting my podcast. And so, you know, we're in this stewardship series we did 
stewardship with God, how does one store with God? And that was, that was amazing. Cause we found out that you can't, okay. Period. Point to the blank. God don't need you to help him, uh, be him. Cause he is him. But what he wants you to do is help him help others. Okay. So let's get to it. You found out your gifts. We went through that. Then for, um, part two, we had to break that down to two parts. It was stewardship with your marriage. And me and Mr. Williams got on the mic and shared our five tips with you all. And I think one of my favorite ones that I'm even still learning today is fight fair. I'm going to be honest with you all. I'm still, I'm, I'm put the gloves down. I put the bat down. I put everything <laughs> that was going to hurt. I put it away and I picked up the word of God. All right. Thank you, Jesus, for my healing. Shondo, right? Thank you, Lord. And so this month, what a great way to kick off. Ships that don't sink, stewardship with friends, right? And I wanted to do this particularly, I've been wanting to do this episode with this person for a very long time. But like I always say, God's timing is the best timing. It, it doesn't matter how you try to plan stuff and make your moves. God will definitely just, hey, bust you out every time and say, hey, I'm in charge. This is what I'm going to do. And so I'm kicking this first episode of the month off with my BFF of over 25 years. Yes, y'all. Okay. We have been friends for over 25 years. That is a very, very long time. Okay. You probably ain't even got shoes. You ain't got underwear that long. You know, just 25 years is a long time. All right. And we've been pregnant at the same time, not once, but two times in the building. Our husbands, our close friends, I mean, I'm so excited and just, I've been waiting to do this for a long time, but here she is, Hezebel Miller in the building. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, all the listeners. My name is Hezebel Miller. And so tell them about yourself, because I, you know, I did a dope introduction of you. I know we've been friends for 25 years, but you know, tell them, tell them why you so amazing to me, girl. Go on, go on, go on, brush your shoulders off. Okay, Delisa. <laughs> I am a career woman. I've worked as a stenographer for the state of Illinois for um, the past 10 years. For y'all who don't know what a stenographer is, that's the person that be in the courtroom. You know, I know some of y'all, see, this is the Believer Show, so I know y'all ain't been to court. <laughs> yeah, right. Y'all the main one that's been to court, okay? I've been to court too, okay? <laughs> the believers been to court. That's why we believe. <laughs> we went to court. Now we gave our life to Jesus. Amen. But no, the stenographer is the one that's typing really, really, really fast. In a courtroom. All right, go. I just had to let the people know how dope you are. Right. Oh, you might hear court reporters. So um, I've been doing that, and I'm also the president of a non for profit called Concerned Citizens of Cook County, yes. uh, where we try to uplift and um, promote positivity in the community and to let people know to put the guns down. Um, I've been blessed to have an amazing husband for the last 10 years, and we have three beautiful children. Yay. So that's a little bit about myself. All right, girl. So I'm happy to bring you on here. Actually, I'm, I'm even happy. I even got a friend to bring on here, okay? Because let's be honest, we have met some women and we be feeling so sorry mm. for them, like ready to cry. We do. <laughs> like, we really do. We have met women, you know, me and my friend, we travel a lot together and we've been on the road or even here in the city and they're like, I don't have any friends. And we're like, how you don't have any friends? And they, they like, I just don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm for real. Like we be looking at them like we ready to cry for them and just pour our hearts out to them. And so I want our prayer 
and mission with this episode, what we want to accomplish is one to just, we pray that your heart is open to receive divine friendships, you know, from God and that whatever wall or barrier that you have up, you know, that, that God begins to tear that thing down as your ears continue to listen to the message that he has prepared for you. Cause like I tell you, this has nothing to do with me. Okay. If you mad about anything that your girl said, you better take it to the capital G-O-D because I'm just a vessel. Okay. As this, this old lady at the church said one day, I'm just the dust of the earth. That's what I am. The dust of the earth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's kick this off with this question. And I asked Mr. Williams this last um, week as well. What does stewardship with friends look like to you? Like, how do you manage, look after, and even take responsibility with your friends? And let me say this, girl. I, you know I'm going to call you too because I've been your friend for 25 years. So I know if you're lying or if you're telling the truth. I already know. You're going to bust me out <laughs> if it ain't true. Like, no, you don't do that. I, I, I know. <laughs> so um, to me, stewardship and friendship means making my friends better. Um, it also means showing the greater in them, um, and I have tried to do that by, you know, finding out what they want to do with their lives, um, to pour into them, mm-hmm. you know, holding them accountable, yes. talking on the phone, trying to figure out what's going on in their lives personally, just being involved, in evolved, involved, and trying to help them evolve in their oh, lives. Come on, what are you so, a rapper now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, making sure. And you're not responsible for their happiness, but you also want to celebrate them. You, you know, give gifts just because or for special occasions. What you find out what their love language is and you try to pour into them according to what their, you know, what their love language is. That's true. Now, I I can definitely contest to that. She has surprised me plenty of times with, oh, excuse me, you all. Um, she has surprised me plenty of times. Just, um, I'm, I'm happy for you that you accomplished this or, you know, you finished your first book and then she'll come over here with a bottle of champagne and a car. And I'm like, I totally was not expecting that at all. Like I'm going to have a whole book launch. She's like, no, you know, this is just something that I thought about you today. And so it actually taught me, you know, I remember one time when we went out to eat and I was late. Oh, we went to the, we went to get the massage and I was late because I stopped and get you some flowers. And I was like, I just wanted to get you some flowers, you know? So it's just things like that, that she does. And I can absolutely contest that she is not lying. Um, She has taught me a lot um, growing in my friendships as well, personally. And it has, it has actually helped in other areas of my life, not just friendships, but relationships with everybody, you know, my mm-hmm. husband, my mother, my sister, just, you know, family, even people that I might not be as close with, you know, I've learned to just kind of be mindful of them because of what you've shown me. So she's telling the truth about that. Oh, that's awesome. Thank yeah, you, friend. Girl, yes. <laughs> and so that's why we coming to you, the dynamic duo. Boom. boom. <laughs> Coming to you to give you five healthy ways to steward your friendships. And so, you know, when God first gave me this idea, you know, I came before you all and I was like, you know, he gave me this whole storage series. And I'm not going to say that it just came from me. I got it from my pastor at church. I heard him say it first, but I didn't know he wanted me to do my own podcast on it. I'm like, okay, well, if they, I just tell them come to church on Sunday. They hear it firsthand from him. Well, YouTube them, you know, come on, guy. <laughs> he like, no, Delisa, I got your own little thing for it. And so 
it was this scripture that came to mind, Proverbs 18, 24. And it said, you know, whoever will foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. And when I read this scripture, what came to mind, it made me think of Judas. And I know, you know, Judas gives this horrible rap. You know, he is the one that sold Jesus for some silver. And I really don't think that we understand, you know, the part that Judas tried to give it back. And I'm, and believe me, by no means, you know, am I saying, hey, you know, me and Judas BFFs, because I ain't going to lie, I'd gave him side eye too. And if I was Peter, you know, he would have been the one that got his ear chopped off before the Samaritan soldier. <laughs> I'm just right. going to keep it 100 with you. But what we don't know is if Judas would have repeated the offense, because from the way the scripture reads it, it's like he came, you know, and he was earnestly, he realized he made the biggest mistake in his life. And it was so horrible for him that he killed himself. There was no coming back from it. And so for me, I think the ultimate thing that we don't take away from it that we need to is that it wasn't so a surprise to Jesus what Judas did. Jesus knew G Judas was going to do this and he still called him a friend. He still left his treasure with Judas knowing what Judas's assignment was. And for me, it helped me in my friendships because I know, you know, we all want good friends or, you know, some people don't want good friends. I mean, you know, Hey, that's you, that's your individual, um, preference, but you know, for those who desire godly friendships, this podcast is for you. This is who we're talking to. And so, because there are people that's like, I could take this friendship or leave it. Hey, whatever. But um, for me, I feel like women friendships, especially, it's like cut off. The cutoff game is strong <laughs> in women friendships. And it's like, I don't like you. You did this. One time you apologize, I'm still processing it. I can't get over it. And it's just like, okay, what is going on? Because Jesus knew Judas was doing that. And he still went forward and gave him everything as if he didn't know. So that just kind of helps me understand that I think our forgiveness game needs to level up when it comes down to friendships. I agree. I agree. They they sat and had the last supper together. He could have evicted him out that room and Period. said, no, I'm not about to have my last supper with the person who's going to betray me. You, you, you got to look at that. Why wouldn't he call him out? You know, just to let you know, like, I do love you in spite of this love. It The Bible says covers a multitude of sins. Multitude. That's a lot. And by no means, you know, I don't think we're saying that, you know, if someone is, you know, cheating on your husband and they trying to kill you and they got some stalker tendencies or, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm not, we're not saying no. that. I'm not saying what Delisa said, you know, she cheated on my husband. I got to forgive her. No, that is not what I mm -hmm. said. I'm saying, you know, people make mistakes and people are human and there are a lot of misinterpretations, misunderstandings and miscommunications that happen amongst people because we're human. But once I feel someone comes and they they ask for forgiveness and they're trying to rectify and correct their behavior, that's when I feel like there needs to be some openness to, you know, forgiveness. Forgiving. You know, Forgiving. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, you like... You might not, and, and being able to 
come back to each other. You know, you take time to process stuff, but it's been three years. It's two years. It's even a year. And you're like, well, have you talked to so-and-so? Well, no, I just can't get over. And you don't even know what you're really, you're holding on to what you believe Mm -hmm. the situation is. But to go that long without speaking to someone and have not having a chance to even come to them and try to get an understanding. Or closure. Or closure. Yeah, because if we don't really, close it, right, let's close. It really could be done. <laughs> yeah. But it's not finished. Neither one, you know, this other person thinking some completely different, like, oh, maybe they're just busy. That's why we haven't talked as much. You know, so that's the biggest thing for me, being able to, and it takes you know, a lot to say, You let's go have a conversation. It does. Because you know what? That actually happened with a friend of mine. You know, I remember she was in my wedding. Right. And I thought we just weren't talking because I was busy with my life, having right. kids and starting my own business. Had no idea that this whole time she was upset because I wasn't liking things on Facebook. <laughs> you know, I just didn't know how our friendship of years had gotten to the point that the basis of it, the foundation of it was social media. Like I just had no idea because our relationship had was birthed before social media. So I didn't even know how social media played a part of this, but it was news to me. And you're right. Like if that's how you feel, let's have a conversation about it. And and I don't want to just say that this is a woman thing because, you know, my pastor got up, you know, at church one particular Sunday and he mentioned how he wanted some more male friends in his life. And it, what was so interesting about it is right before service uh, started, I had a talk with one of the uh, one of the brothers at the church and I was telling him, I said, you know, God showed me that you have a ministry on you where you um, you have the ability to create brotherhood amongst men. And he was like, oh man, thank you for that. You know, man, you know, really, Delisa, I was thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, so we were trying to come up with some catchy uh, names or whatever. But I was like, you really have that, you you have that, um, that gift, you know, to do that. And so when pastor said it, we kind of looked at each other and he was like, all right, sis, I hear you. I'm like, because, you know, men need friends they too. Do. So it's not really just a woman thing. And I don't want to, you know, I don't, for my male listeners, I don't want this to just be like, oh, this is just for the women. No, this no. is for you too, because you need some real guy friends that's going to give you some godly advice that they can pour into you and you pour into them. You know, that's going to lead you off that, that rocky path that you know you're on. You need that as well. You need that camaraderie as well as that brotherhood it is it's very essential for you too so we're going to kick it off and give you some healthy ways to steward your friendship so let's kick off number one gone boo gone number one (laughs) we put down support now why is support essential in a friendship i think it's very essential because a lot of times i've heard ladies say more often, and I'm sure men have felt the same way. Um, I stopped talking to them because they don't support me. Mm-hmm. I stopped talking because, you know, I had this event or I did this and nobody came. Mm-hmm. So support is very vital. And, and I realized even myself, because even when Delisa first became an entrepreneur, I didn't know, I didn't have other friends that were entrepreneurs. So, you know, I know how to nurture someone who does a nine to five every day, but then I don't know the struggles that an entrepreneur has. So I had to try to, I have to learn that. I have to listen to what she was saying and then find a new way to support her in her new journey in her life. 
Um, and so, and you can do that by, even if you don't understand the career choice someone has, you know, decided to go do, you can still support them by volunteering or donating or advertising or just being there rather than someone telling, saying you, telling you, um, I decided to do this and you just leave it at, okay, that's that's, good. That's good. And that's it. Yeah. Like share posts, you know, like (laughs) something support in, 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 in any type of way if you're an entrepreneur, but even if you're not an entrepreneur, um, as far as when they have events or, you know, support them in what they're going through in their life, you know, some of the struggles that they may have. I, I feel like when you had your children, I wanted to be a support system for you during that time because I had, you know, kids. And so I felt like this was a way that I could support you as far as, you know, being that ear for you or times when you may have felt like, listen, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what's going on. You know, giving you ideas and and advice. Yes. Yes. yes, Definitely advice. So, you know, I may not have been able to support her financially in a way because I was growing a business and things that we were going through in our finances, but support as far as being an ear, you know, and not just being an ear, but being offering solutions, offering, um, solutions. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Solutions. Don't just listen to me. Listen and do like, I always tell my husband, listen, listen, the word listen is a a action word. It's, it's not just, oh, I just heard what you said. No, but it, it's something that's supposed to follow up after I said what I said. So even if it's, I need to hear you pray for me afterwards. Right. Even if it's, you know, um, you you know, I'm telling you, I need some gas money. And girl, all I got is $5 on me here, girl. You know, but don't just, oh, you need some gas money. Okay, okay. well, you know, we about to go um out to eat. Right. <laughs> no, no. Did you hear what I Did said? Did you hear what I said? <laughs> Okay, I won't be calling her no I'm in need no more. Exactly right. You know, like right now, my friend having some car issues. I can't help her financially to buy her a car, but I'm on the phone. Like, listen, so did you contact um the car people? Did you did you get pre-approved? Like, I'm giving her steps to do. I'm telling her I can come with her when she go pick out the car. You know, I'm doing other things because I ain't got the cash flow to give it to her right now, but I can support her other ways. So that is, I think that's a really main key to take away when you store it in your friendships is support. You have to support one another. And speaking of that, I'm glad she pointed out, Hasbro pointed out, you know, being an entrepreneur, because now since she's the president of the Concerned Cook Counties, um, Concerned Citizens of Cook Counties, she is doing something amazing. And I actually am excited that she's walking into my world and she's not alone. Like I'm here with her. We're walking together. Like this really is great how God's timing is. So just tell them all about what you're doing, girl. What you got coming up? Oh, you're so great. Okay. <laughs> so Concerned Citizens of Cook County is hosting a, an award ceremony. It's called Proud Black King Awards. And we will, the point of this award show is to highlight and to let the community know all the good things that Chicago's very own young men are doing and the positivity that they are having in their lives or and or their community. And so we, as the city of Chicago, we should, I want everybody to nominate a black young man, um, ages six to 25 years old. 
you will go to our website, which is concernedcitizensofcookcounty.com and fill out the application and nominate a young man who is doing great, who maybe they weren't doing so great in school and they started, you know, getting focused and driven. Maybe they're good in arts and entertainment. Maybe they help in the community. Um, They help their parents. Something that you feel like they should be awarded for. We have to constantly build up our young men and let them know that we see them, that we're, you know, we're supporting them, we're behind them. And we want to change the narrative of the Black boys are not doing anything positive uh-huh. to the positivity and highlight that. So go to the website, concernedcitizenofcookcounty.com and you'll get all the information there where if you want to buy a ticket, we also have um, people who, if you're, you're interested in um, donating tickets or being a sponsor, all the information is on the website and the deadline for the applications is April 1st, 2020. Thank Get you. It. Yes. You see, that's what I'm talking about. My friend out here being great. I, all my fr- I'm going to be honest with you. All my friends are great. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't got a friend that ain't great. Okay. I'm she kidding. don't. She don't. <laughs> I'm for real. God has blessed me with amazing friends that are doing great things. I got author friends. I have event planning friends. I got friends that could, that could take your whole uh, closet and transform it. I have amazing friends. I have friends that that are givers. They will give and just be there for you. I, I just really thank God for what he's done in my life. So the second step, second step in healthy ways to sort your friendships is spirituality, okay? The spirituality, I, I really think that this is very important because I've had friends that we weren't necessarily on the same page in our walk with God. And, you know, God says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? And that's cool because you may not be on the same level as far as your walk. Um, but I believe that it just it just sends something, a, a greater message when I can call my friend. And I'll never forget this. I called one of my friends and my mother was going through breast cancer and she was having, she was going through her own thing. And we were talking about that, but instantly she dropped what she was doing. And she was like, oh, we about to go and pray. And it shifted from her doing what she, you know, her in her feelings, her personal feelings too, just going to the throne for my mama and what I was feeling at that time, because this was new to me. And so just being able to have that relationship, you know, with your friend that, they can pour into you, that they can pray for you and that they can, um, you know, help you in those times that you need it most, like encourage you and inspire you. Like that's a part of spirituality as well, like encouraging you. So, you know, like what, what do you feel as far as that? Um, the same thing. I know us personally, we began our spiritual journey together. And so that helped, you know, have an accountability partner, even in your spiritual walk, you know, is awesome. But it it does something to your soul when when yes. you're going through and somebody can uplift you. Yes. When somebody can drive you out of that dark place, that's you can't put a price tag on that type mm-hmm. of friendship. And not even just if you're going through, because it don't always have to be a bad time. Correct. Like like if like, OK, so remember, you were just having your um, conversation with, you know, the mayor's assistant. And we were talking about that. That wasn't that she was going through. It was like, OK, girl, listen, you about to have this conversation. We about to pray. 
And so, you know, we started speaking and decreeing and declaring and just, you know, believing God that he will open up doors for this event. So it's not that you always got to be like on your deathbed or Correct. something horrible happening. Just that we can see the vision together. Like I That's think spirituality. Yes. Spirituality is we see the vision together. Like, girl, I see this thing being big for you. I'm dreaming the same dream that you that mm -hmm. you're dreaming. And I want it. For you, but probably even more for you than you even want it for yourself. Like that spirituality, it you is. know. And I feel that that is what is needed to help storage your friendship in that right direction. Because it's going to take you to a deeper level. It's like the depth of your friendship is just going to, it, it's not going to just be, um, what is it like wide, but just deep. You know, yes. it's you, you, you worried about maybe so much as like, the quality of a thing, but I mean, not the quantity of a thing, but that's, that qualifies you when you have that spiritual connection with your friend. And it even goes back to, you know, the coaching session where at the end you was like divine friendships, right? Right. You know, so having a divine friendship is key. Like, you don't just want to pray, you know, Lord, send me friends. You like, no, I want divine, yes. <laughs> you know, right. friendships in my life. I don't just want you to send me somebody because, you know, they cute right. and we all dressing alike and we get our no chips together. Like, no, right. I need this thing to be divine because that's all. That's where I'm at right now. I'm a believer and I need friends that believe, believe with, with me, me as yes. well. Yes. So, you know what? I knew that when we kicked this off, I did, but I told you, I said, you I said, we, we, we only got 30 minutes. I like to keep my podcast 30 minutes or less, you know, and you know, I'm gonna grow up one day. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do more. I'm gonna grow up one day, but I like to keep them short like this because you know, you driving or you on your way to work or you at the gym or whatever. But I knew we were not going to cover all our five points, which is good because now you got to tune in next, next week. week and see what the remaining three points are. So we're going to leave you with the two points, healthy ways to storage your friendships. One is support. Make sure y'all go out there and support your girl. Support your brother. Come on now. It's, come on, it's easy. Just figure it out. And if you don't know, we always say what? Pray. Pray God is going to reveal it to you. And number two was? Spirituality. Make sure you either Asking God to bring spiritual friends into your life, um, even within your own life, trying to figure out how to you can grow spiritually with your sister, with your brother, more deeper than just the surface. Yes, you you don't want just that surface. You what, what Aretha Franklin say? Deeper love, deeper, deeper love. Come on, y'all. Something that about too. going deep. Yes, deeper love. He calls unto deep. I call you. Come on, that's it right there. Y'all, I'm about to play that Aretha Franklin when I get off this podcast. Don't y'all sleep on the Aretha Franklin. See, Women's Month. See, that's it See? right there. Women's History Month. Rest in peace, Aretha. That's, yes. that's my girl all day. So, yes, tune in next week. I will have Hezebel Miller here again, my BFF to the F to the F. You understand me? And we pray that you, between now and next week, that you yourself will encounter a divine friendship and even the friends that you have right now reach out to them Re just when you're done listening just reach out to them and say hey i love you um i appreciate you i just want to let you know that i'm here for you and you know um i, I just whatever you want to do you know i'm available to you just let me know it's just that simple like you'll be amazed they, like oh my god you yeah. thought about me yes. you know 
You just, you have no idea how that simple text is just going to change their lives. So until next time, it's your girl, Dina Williams. Make sure that you tune in next week for the remaining three points. I'm bringing Hezebel back. And remember, I love you with the love of Jesus. And even Jesus had to store his friendship. So you shall be great and stored in yours. And on that word, we out. Hey, believers, thank you for tuning in to another dope episode of Get Your Ish Together Podcast. I pray this episode had you stirred up and put that word up in you, because I came to set the people free, y'all. <laughs> I ain't got no time to play. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and rate this podcast. Rate it, boo. Share it with your peeps, because your girl is on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as wherever podcasts are heard. Until next time, I love you with the love of Jesus. D-New Williams signing off, and I'm out. Mwah. Now let's jam. Uh, uh. Hey. Mm, mm, mm. We gotta get our ish together. 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 Get our ish together. We gotta get our ish together We gotta get our ish together